2: Nobody Panic,
3: with me, Stevie, and me, Tessa, and
2: Ooh, a wolf and a wolf. That was actually an impression of your dog.
3: Oh yeah, she does howl all the time.
2: Mm. Oh. No, she's not here today, but this one is about her.
3: It's about Piper, my dog. It's how to have a dog. No, we, we did um, a, I think a very jolly episode a few years ago with our good friend Liz, who just got a puppy, and um, this and so, but then I got a dog, and I thought do part two with added stuff.
2: Yeah. You know? More. But the people want more. The people want more. We'll so more. if you're got get, just about to get a dog, thinking about getting a dog, never wish to have a dog. But hate dogs. Hate dogs, but like to hang out. Stay. Hang out with us. <laughs> hang out. Pass this one on to anybody thinking about getting dogs in your life. It's, it's all the dog content you could possibly want.
3: Oh, absolutely. I won't be covering how to actually, like, get the dog because I think that's uh, we sort of covered that in the last one. And also it's a it's a thorny Topic, but there's obviously there are lots of ways to get a dog in an ethical way that um, we won't go into here because then the whole episode will be talking about that. A lot, a lot of research, a lot of research, a lot of research. But before we do, what's your adult thing of the week,
2: which you have done that you would like to share with me? Lower your expectations. Mine mm. is I passed a sale of cars. Okay. <laughs> cards. Okay, uh, cards, not cards. Oh right, right. Um, there was a bunch of uh, there was a clearance sale on these cards. And I thought, I haven't got any purpose for these, but they are fun. Mm. And uh, I bought them all and they've been living in my bag and I thought, Why on earth did I buy those? But then the other day I saw a friend who was obviously like, and then it was obviously it's my birthday on Monday and I was like, I know but I <laughs> read I did not know. (laughs) I did That was new information to me. And then uh, when she went to the loo, I got one of my cards out. I was like, yes, thank you, passed me. It felt like, honestly, when I bought them, I was really into a fugue state of being like, why am I buying these? What for? Mm. And then I was like, thank God. They were in my bag, in the cellophane. Wrote it and then signed it. And then it was like, and when we left, I was like, this is for Monday. And they were like, oh, thank you so much. And I was like, of course. I didn't forget, but I did. All the things were there. I felt... I felt electric. The
3: top tip, always carry like a lot of greetings cards yeah. in your bag. Just, just ambiguous cards. Ambiguous cards. Feels like this is something that you will, that will sort of reinforces your um, habit of like, Hoarding. you know, bu- buying children's la- Lederhosen
2: at, at car boot fairs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's yes. not. It's in case of the child an, he goes, I just need some later It is unfortunate that mm-hmm. there are times in my life where my chaotic approach to living does pay off and pays off hard.
3: Yeah, really. And and like the,
2: eye-wateringly hard. <laughs> eye-wateringly hard. And the dopamine hit is so high that I'm like, yeah, I was right this is the correct way of living. Oh, yeah. But a more correct way of living would be like remembering birthdays, calendars, events, an alarm that goes off, you know, like st- it's normal people stuff. It's
3: not normal people, it's just the ongoing thing of get a diary. Get a which, diary. You know, at one point you, know, you will maybe. Well, my adult thing, yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna immediately pivot because um, it was not really an adult thing because it was given to me. Um, but I've kept it um is a little i've 'cause I completely forgot before the the pandemic i you know when you're kind of like going out and about and you're like going to Pratt and you go to other places and then you' like get in the plastic cutlery and I bought um a little cutlery to fix it to go in my bag and then I lost all oh and then oh. I' <laughs> oh. Oh. What? Oh. And then sort of lost it or like completely forgot about it and then got given it as a like a late Christmas present for my um boyfriend's like nieces they got me a little wooden cutlery in a little pouch so oh. now. Coloury Woman
2: strikes again. Uh, Anyway, welcome to the podcast where we uh, solve, help, advise, (laughs) uh, guide the people through. And today it is uh, dogs. How to look after a dog. Because I
3: think that um, lots of people, well, actually, I'm saying this because I've got lots of messages on Instagram. Thank you for everybody who messages me. And I'm sorry if I don't reply. I do see them. Um, Was saying like, oh, you know, every time I post a picture of my dog Piper, lovely little dog. They're like, you should do an episode on how to. And it's like, well, we have done one, but I know, but it was just me being like, what's a dog? And Liz being like this. Mm. Um, and she was also right in the middle of it. Now I know. Like, cause I was like, Emmett's six months old. That's fine. Now I know that's too young to sort of know what you're doing completely in, in the completest sense. You've got, so we got very good tips about that early stage. And now I feel like she's settled down and I can confidently, Say other things. Lay it on me. What sort of things would you like, would you want to know?
2: I couldn't even begin to guess. Right. To me, it's as alien as like when people have actually got a baby and they just casually have the baby and the baby and they get through the day with the baby like, yes I, I but that's barely what get like. myself through the day so the idea of getting a small thing through the day is extraordinary to me yeah so I wouldn't even know where to begin what kind of things do people ask you or do it that, always just like no but that's actually more? a good uh, place to start because
3: that is what I felt like when we did the last episode and I was talking to her just being like I don't understand like how do you function and also how is it not dead and also like just every element of it, how does it know not to poo there? Mm. Like, it do doesn't understand what you're saying. So, how it's honestly a bit, I will say, a life changing uh, thing. Um, because, uh, well, it's, it's like <laughs> they're so much more clever than you think they are, so they do get stuff, but also, as well. Every single time they don't, it's because you've done something mad. Like, so we've, we, like, last night was that this is a weird place to start, to be honest, but I'm, I'm there now. Last night, for the first time, because basically we put Piper to bed. In a in a little sort of uh, pen area, and we like shut the pen, and then she falls asleep. And we were like, well, we don't want to be putting her in a pen every single night. Like we want her to eventually just like go to bed herself. Why doesn't she go to bed herself? I could understand why why she doesn't just walk into her basket when she's tired, but she never does. Well, what a weird dog. And then we realized that every single night, uh, when when we're watching TV or when we're doing something. And we're like, maybe it's time for her to go to bed. We pick her up and like walk around the house, going like, "Oh, good night, little angel." And then we put her into the bed. So the dog's like, "We well, need to put me into bed. I'm not to get to bed." And so last night, for the first time, we just left her out to be like, maybe she'll find her way into the bed. But like, and she didn't. But she got she crawled up onto my grandma's chair and like curled up and had a lovely night's sleep there. So now I think that's going to be her bed, really. But it's like. I wouldn't know. To, I I don't know how to do that stuff. You just have to like try stuff, mm. and then they and you have to like do it. Like it's so bizarre. The it's so bizarre having something relying on you to the extent that when they're young they rely on like they. All I remember when she was a puppy was just it was just constantly staring at her, being like, "Is she going to?" piss everywhere and she then would just piss everywhere and we had so we um the first thing is the toilet training is something that is very frightening and it's very like oh god well I have a garden or like I've got to go down to this block of flats to go out the front so we could never like you can because they learn and they adapt to whatever your lifestyle is but the, the problem is is that right from the start if you don't like um throw them in at the deep end. Like, for example, bring them... To- so I brought Piper on tour with us for a- I honestly was like, this could be an absolute disaster. But, like, I had to t- try. There had to be a first time where I'm like, she's coming out with us because otherwise... I'm trapped and I've got a dog who doesn't know what to do when she's out the house mm. or... And she's out on the stage. I mean, she's actually very she's good. extremely well behaved. Well, that's because we did... And, and uh, my friend was like... Um, came to see a, a podcast episode. And she, she, she's got a dog and she was like, I don't know how the dog does that. And it was like, well, because we didn't have a choice. So really early on, like when we did our audio book, I brought her in for a day. I did a voiceover and it was like one line. And I was like... Oh, do, I'm just gonna say, can I bring the dog? And if she pisses everywhere and is a nightmare, it's one line. Like I can get that one line out, and I'll just have to, I'll just have to deal with it. Um, and she didn't, but she did nearly poo in the studio. But then I didn't because I picked her up, and she was like, "Oh right, stopped <laughs> stopped. Um And then I got out. And it was really quick and really in and out. But she kind of like figured out how to do it. So it's basically about like you've got to just like throw them in and like and and be really brave and be like, "I'm bringing my dog to the pub." And, yeah. and not be like, my my big thing is like what if like you're all having a drink and then someone turns up with their dog and you're like oh great the dog's here now the drinks but actually she just sits on the she just sits there because we did loads of these things in the in the first few months where we like went to the pub across the road and just sat there cuz i was like i'm going to have a dog who is able to do that mm. and i think a big problem is sometimes is that people don't feel that they can do it and they don't do it early enough so that would be like my like overarching thing of like the fear of putting your dog in these situations um will mean that you won't do it for like months and months but actually you've just got to do it and then the dog will obviously the first time will be tricky but you can find like if you look ahead and like well what's the ideal situation with this dog like do we want the dog to do i need to take the dog into the office like once or twice a a week and then you go well obviously i could never do that but it's like you'll only know that if you don't like if you do it and yeah so you have to do it You and it's it, it's very obviously there's loads of um that's very you know if you've got a office that doesn't allow them fine obviously you can't do that but um but there's, it's always worth asking people because people will always the amount of times i've done stuff or been to things and been like can I bring the dog? Being like, they're definitely going to say no. They'd be like, yeah,
2: fine. Br- brought brought you like a wardrobe fitting the other day. People are genuinely like, I would love you to bring the dog. And also, yes. if I may, you did it with such confidence. I was like, well, I guess the dog is extremely well behaved because you were just like, this is we. It has to be well behaved. Yeah, this has to be fine. The dog's so, coming
3: to Leeds for the day. Yeah, and it <laughs>
2: and it was. And I think um, I oft think of um, Pauline Quirk...
3: Oh, don't we all? ...taking
2: place in some kind of Crufts competition or something. It might not have been Pauline Quirk. It was like in the 90s and there was a show where, where people who did not have dogs were like comp- were like were given the dog for the day and competing. I don't remember what the premise of the reality TV show was, but I do remember a dog handler... Taking Pauline Quirk aside and being like, she knows you're scared, like, down the lead. Like, she can feel how tense you are. Like, you just have to believe, mm. which is a good message for life in general. Oh, my God, But it yeah. is just like, if you tell the dog, like, is this going to be okay? The dog's like, I don't fucking know. Yeah. I'm a dog. You yeah. say it is. And you were just extremely like, she's well-behaved and she comes places. Sit there, Piper. And she did, you know. And so yeah. uh, I think you did an absolutely marvellous job of just being like, this is... You know, this is fine, and, and acclimatizing them to things. And listen, you didn't see the bit. Obviously, of course, the prep where to take them to the pub, shits all over the pub. We get certainly. You know, you've got to go. You've, you've got, got to, to go do go that. that. I, yeah. you know, uh listen. At Pony Club camp one time, <laughs> hello. hello. My mother was teaching at Pony Club camp, and there was a child with a pony who was terrified of plastic bags. Aww. And the mother was like. We just the ho- our whole life is just we just don't do not do not go anywhere with there might be a plastic bag and op- was like well that's the opposite that's crackers yeah and um, they were like we well, no we just we don't do this we don't do this we don't do this we don't get any other plastic bags and mum was like okay so she like left let the mother leave my mum got in the stable with the pony. Tied a plastic bag around the door. The pony was obviously like, not the bags. And my mom was like, I'm here. We're okay. And then just like stayed there with him. And then we're like, we just leave this bag in his stable, you know? Mm. And like 40 hours later, the mother came to collect the pony from Pony Club Camp. Fine. Covered in bags. Covered in bags. Pony. Bags everywhere. Bags <laughs> on his feet. Bags on his ears. Bags everywhere. You, know, you just have to push them through the fear bit. Because if your life is dictated by like, we can't do these things, you know,
3: absolutely. And it's also what's so nice about it is that it helps you with your life too. Like, um, there's, Piper's gone through a, a short period of time where she didn't like being picked up very much because I realised when, uh, when you go on the escalator and chew, uh, the tube and stuff, you have to you, the dog can't go on the escalator. You've got to pick her up, and I didn't. I kept like. Underestimating how many escalators there were, and also kept being late, and so I think I was like picking her up and just like swinging her all over the place, and she was just like this is horrible. So then the other day, um, I picked her up and she and she didn't like it. She she just did a little like, mm. um, and so it was like okay, well the yeah, the one one thing is to be like okay, well I, I guess I have to put her down and I don't pick her up again. The other thing is give her a treat, like make it like a nice thing, like make it a nice um experience. Um, And also like, I think there's another, there's another very old fashioned, what I'm sort of reading anyway, and I'm sure this is wrong, but there's a very old fashioned viewpoint of like dogs with like, you know, dogs, you've got to show them that you're the alpha. Mm. And there's all these like old style techniques. Like, so like if the dog with like toilet training, something that I was terrified about and just still, I'm like, I don't understand how, like, it was just so frightening. Like, how am I going to get her to not? shit everywhere i don't understand and she did shit everywhere um but a lot of the tips were like don't shout at the dog for going to the toilet inside because the dog doesn't know the difference. So then you're just going to get a dog who doesn't want to go to the toilet anywhere near you ever and is frightened to go to the toilet. So what you do is, is you wait until she goes to the toilet outside or in the place you want her to go to the toilet and then you give her loads of cheese.
1: <laughs> cheese? <laughs>
3: or of cheese or, um, uh, yeah, chicken or, or whatever the dog likes. Um, Piper's allergic to poultry, so we did cheese. Um, little things. Of cheese. but um, And salmon, she likes salmon. Anyway, um, and... And so a nap is like the much a uh, slightly longer way around. So in the middle of it, you're like, this isn't working. Like she's just weed again. Like this isn't working. And then suddenly they just get it because they suddenly it's like it clunks in their little brains. And when they're when you get a dog for the first three months, I'd say to be honest, longer, but really intensely in the first month that you have the dog. And then it gets less intense as it goes along, but it's still there. You are just like, this is like never going to be my dog's an idiot and it's and it's never going to understand anything. And they all have their own little things like my dog's very good at sleeping at night and was always very good at sleeping at night. Gina's dog was not very good at sleeping at night but then also was much more um, would like eat anything whereas Piper was really, really fussy with eating so we couldn't get to eat and like all that sort of stuff. They've all got their own little personalities and their own things that they'll be really suddenly good at and you're like, why are you good at that? But you can't but you shit yourself like what what um and also piper could with Piper's really bitey and the other day producer Ben has got a dog and he messaged me and I was like if you have any questions or any worries message me and he messaged me like and i had been like was piper quite bitey he so was like oh yes yes she was and you're going to be fine and um, but it was really helpful when people who had dogs said to me like that stops like it does stop because there was a point like about 4 months in where i was like ah, uh, she's going to be like this. For, and I was so upset and she wouldn't stop. Like she just, she's not hard biting. was just like exploratory biting everywhere. But suddenly again, it just like clunks in, in into place. And it's all about positively reinforcing good behavior and not being horrible and mean to them when they do it wrong.
2: I do remember you telling me the story about the, the positive reinforcement of the toilet training and you're saying like, and I was like, wow, what, of course, because they don't know, they don't know that the carpet is wrong. They've got no concept of what carpet is. They just think weeing in front of you is the bad thing. So mm. then they just hide and wee.
3: Yeah.
2: I'm like, of course, that's their logical thought. And then you're saying that you if you constantly reinforce the like weeing on the balcony or weeing in the special area, but then when you go to the park, they won't wee because they're like, I'm not in my special area. You know, so it's like it's those sort of jumps that you're like, of course, like it's so hard to communicate once you once you've worked out the communication path of like what mm. they Logically think like you're saying about the hugging. You know, she gets hugs and kisses before she goes to bed. So she's like, "Well, they haven't started yet." So yeah, it's not bedtime. It's not bedtime. I suppose I've got to just like falling asleep, like but like trying to stay awake because we haven't put her in the bed. So and you've got the angel, the forty five minutes of angel kisses haven't begun. You know, (laughs) yeah. So it's that thing of being like, "Oh, this is how," and just yeah, what you're saying about being aware of a totally other living being that's not you.
3: And that step that you just said
2: about, like, oh, like there was a point where she was like. Oh, I go to I
3: go to the toilet on the balcony, and because she can't go, they can't go outside until they've got all their vaccinations. And there's a, a little bit which is very frustrating where they're ready to go on the floor, but like, and they're ready to go, and they're desperate to walk around. They've got so much energy, but you can't walk them because they could get like parvo virus and die or whatever. So, but then when we walked her, I was really like, yeah, she's not going to go to the toilet because she doesn't know that she's she's waiting to go on the balcony. Then of course you then realize that she she's got a very small bladder and she will she'll piss herself and outside when when you're walking her and then you just go crazy and give her loads of treats and she's like oh so here here is good too here is good oh okay and she still gets confused when she goes to like a flat that doesn't have an outdoor space or doesn't have a and she's not quite got that like you know like and sometimes when she gets very excited she works herself you kind of can understand why she does it now whereas there was a large period of time where it was like i don't understand why you just did a shit there like what and also the, the you know it, it she'll go back sometimes like it, they kind of regress a little bit sometimes and you're like oh my god and like there's a but there are certain things that are so important and i'll just say very quickly that like they're really important because obviously it's like my dog can roll over and dance and you're like that's great but it also like can't come back when you call it. So if it runs into a road, it'll die. Like so there's like the certain things that I've found that have been very helpful. One is to because uh, we moved specifically to an area that was better for dogs than where we were living because like the parks and everyone's got a dog, so it's a very nice little community because you can't help but um, meet people with dogs when you've got a dog. So then you end up like getting good tips, good like you know vet tips of the best vet in the area or like a good harness we've got loads of like hand-me-down leads and collars and stuff from other people and like she's got a sweater that makes it look like a frog you know a lot of that Gorgeous. um a little a little jacket but um so that, that that's nice and also if you need to go out and stuff you can have someone to like then you've got friends to go can you watch the dog and that's yeah, yeah that's all, all very helpful And um, so so yeah looking at the area that you're in and being like realistically can, can i move somewhere that is better and if not like what's what's in my area that that can kind of um, support me and like you know a park not by a main road that sort of stuff but but in terms of commands and stuff like things like sit and lie down and getting her to know her name and come when you're called is sit and lie down she was very easy getting her to come when you call but when like she's interested in something else is so hard and we're still doing it a year in but she's really she's much better at it than a lot of the other dogs that she plays with um and i th- but the, a lot of the other dogs that, that she plays with can do a lot of other fun things but we were like got to focus on that because we were so anxious that she'd run away and i think those like those and like and also yeah drop it and leave it are like so it, and i i cannot recommend enough finding like a positive reinforcement puppy trainer in your area there's one in Victoria Park um that I went to which is not in my area at all quite far away um, but it was so amazing and worth it because you basically go well the one that we did was like you would take her it was so stressful and like I, I hated it but it would be like in a little field and there'd be like loads of other little dogs all just um, like different vari- variants of just a mess, just like no idea what they're doing, can't sit, can't stay, can't do anything, just howling like, and then they get, and then the, the trainer would like um, teach you like how to basically teach them what to do with distractions around. But then it, it was basically just an hour of the dogs like just eating each other's treats and like going to each <laughs> other, swapping owners and stuff. But eventually they start to kind of listen and you, every time we've done something wrong, it's because we've deviated from what those guys say and like we've kind of gone like I can't be bothered like I'm gonna mm. stop doing that thing like walking on the loose lead and all that like Piper still pulls a bit because because I was like I'm, I want to like one of the sacrifices of like taking her to places is you've got to be on time so I can't stop every time and go heal I've got to actually take her so she'd pull a bit so she's not great on the lead but like I know I know that that's my fault like mm-hmm. and it's always anything a really unhelpful thing sometimes but it is helpful is to know that if your dog isn't doing something it's it's not like it's your fault but it is something there's, there's a, it's, a, it's a miscommunication yeah. it's not the dog there are, I, there's, there's this amazing dog trainer that my sister worked with with her, her dog and like he's like he's called oh yeah yeah if you're interested he's called the dog guy and he's in Essex and if you have a problem dog or a dog with any behavior problems at all he's amazing and like sorts it out he's so good but like he really strongly believes that every single dog um there's no dog that like wants to be violent and aggressive and mean like dogs just respond to the stimulus that they're given and there's no like you know there's all this stuff about like if you don't do this with, with your dog early on it'll never learn You're like it is harder but you can always teach your dog even if it's six years old even if it's 10 years old you can always retrain and behaviorally train the, the dog it's just a little bit trickier as they get older but um yeah like and I think that's a really important thing to know that it's kind of never the dog's if you if you approach it with it's not the dog's fault it's a miscommunication between me and the dog and you'll often find when you think like that it's quite clear what it is like we realized that we had all these like signals for like sit and stay and whatever and my partner was just using different words and different signals dog totally confused (laughs) like oh yes that will be he was saying wait with a finger up I was saying stay with a flat hand how's the dog supposed to understand and so yeah (laughs) and also that's the thing the other final thing which is like it does really I've got a dog because I was a bit like I don't know I don't know if I want kids yet or anything but I was like one of the big things that I'm one of the big reasons why I don't want kids is because I'm like oh I'll I'll kill it. <laughs> and I was I don't know what me and my partner will be like if we look after something. I' have no idea. And now, for better or worse, I know exactly what we are like. I know the things that we argue about, like uh, to do with looking after something. and I, th- I know the differences that we have and we're able to like now work, because it's so, it's much. It's as much about if you're with someone, like a, you know, you're getting a dog with with someone. It's as much about your relationship together looking after it as it is about your relationship with the dog. Because you end up like. Yeah, like, I mean, I end up just like, sort of, I have to, I have to stop, like, backseat dog, backseat dogging. Mm. Haven't <laughs> we all? I, I we're constantly dogging, being like, sorry, you no, know, can you give a treat that? No, can you do it? He's like, just let me, but I'm like, yes, no, true. So there's, and there's lots of th- things like that. So I would say, if, if you're considering it, and obviously, I'd, I'd, yeah, there's too many things to to, to talk about, really, but like, just if you are considering it and um do like borrow my doggy and and see if you've got friends with dogs like you know spend time with dogs and like get to sort of be aware of what it would be like in the flat and get a bit of an idea but i would like i think i'd like basically recommend it to anyone because i honestly think that it it changes your it changes your perspective in like a really positive way, and if you can, obviously, if you are working all day and you can't afford somebody to pop in and walk her, or like you can't take take them into work, or you don't have a partner, it's much easier for me because we're, we're both self employed. That is a legitimate reason to not get a dog because they do that they they really do need um facetime like they really do need to be with you and they really want to be with you and um so that's also a very good thing to do to not get one for good reasons understood but if you you know can be with them and you can they it is a wonderful like really life affirming thing to do if genuinely the hardest thing i've ever done oh yeah also freeze loads of like carrots and um and buy a yak bar because they're amazing if you just google it there's these yak bars um and uh, and also Ice cubes absolutely entertains them for hours.
2: <laughs> Why do they like ice cubes? Because
3: they slide all over the place. And so they like, chase them and like, you know, and it's really good if they're dehydrated because they get dehydrated very, very quickly. And sometimes Piper won't drink water. But she will, um, if I put an ice cube in my hand, lick that, you know. She loves licking an ice cube around, um, around a plate. <laughs> wow. And that's a day out. You and know? That is genuinely a big day out. Yeah. Any more for any more? Any yes. Final tip is: um, uh, dog toys are genuinely even the best. There's Kong, which is like a really great brand. Uh, I don't know about other dogs but like Piper just destroys them in literally like a day nothing is better than like things you've already got so like ice cubes um Tupperware <laughs> she loves Tupperware um G- Gina's dog P collects Tupperware and puts it in a little pile <laughs> um and um things like uh, oh yeah things like um old like bottles with the um uh, puncture it through and then put treats in and then when they Buy it around, the treats come out, a lot of fun. But you can buy professional ones of those, but Papa just eats them, so it's pointless. Also, as well, there will be a lot of things, and I'm just thinking it just then, because I said the word plastic, there's a lot of, like, online, well, I never give my dog plastic because of microplastics and because of, or, like, I only feed my dog organic, raw, you know. The dog will eat, like what it like i bought all this incredibly expensive food for piper turns out not only is she like allergic to chicken which we didn't we couldn't know she didn't want to eat any of it and so the first bit was like trying stuff so if you get a dog don't just buy like 14 kilograms of the same food thinking it's a dog it will eat it because it won't you just don't like, in like try lots of different things um get health insurance get pet insurance for the dog because it's the most expensive thing in the world when, when something goes goes wrong i'm on waggle which is uh fine uh very nice but very, very fine they're all a bit of a racket because it's insurance but um yeah and toys are uh, kind of bullshit so don't worry about getting like a million toys and and um when uh, when like a uh, sort of when you get to the bottom of a peanut butter jar and you've got like not very much left just give them that that's, that that's the day you know like <laughs> an ice cube in the peanut butter jar that's a day so yeah they're my like I mean I've How got you, a million she dollars.
2: can't get a whole nose into the bottom of a peanut jar um, maybe very, I'm very very not long maybe tonk. I'm not thinking maybe you're working not with whole earth crunchy
3: yes I'm not going whole earth crunchy I'm going sort of short and short and stout
2: one yeah not the glass uh, conical
3: no I don't give her that I eat that right I in I lick that yeah <laughs> that, that's a day for me yeah <laughs> the pair of you what a day <laughs> out um, lovely you know Give it a go. If, if 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 you're not doing it because you're like, oh, I don't think I'll be able to do it, rather than circumstantially, then do give it a go because it is like it is lovely. It's a really nice thing. And there are very, and, and if if there's like if your dog has problems or it has like you know you, you need extra help. There's so many places and so many people the like trainers are amazing and you can. Yes, it's money, but like you can and it is. That's final. Yeah, it is. It's money. It's expensive to have a dog you've got um, vet insurance um health insurance and it's, it's better but like it's not like you pay up front and then you never pay anything again because also you're like I want to
2: give her a little treat want to buy a little fun thing for it
3: and like and then you're like oh she's thrown up
2: <laughs> yeah I do I have heard of that of like people being like oh we're saving up to buy this thing and then being like the dog ate some Lego. Yes. So, oh my. She,
3: so that's Piper that Piper ate a doormat. The other. Well, that's one of the reasons. Like, yeah. The a, a few times I've not been able to do stuff because with uh, or record stuff because I um yeah she had a doormat at half half our doormat, and uh, came in and she was like really sm- like small looking and like jumped on my name as all like and I was like, why are you being weird? <laughs> like being very cuddly but in a weird way. And then those loads of like holes in the doormat. And I was like, oh, I don't know, because my tortoise had a kitchen sponge and then shattered out. So I was hey, like, I'm is. sure that's fine. Um, and then I uh, uh, call, uh, called the vet and they were like when did she do it and I was like about half an hour ago and they are like well, you need to bring her in immediately otherwise she'll die and I was like okay and then they gave her this injection and she threw up just doormat for like an hour um, oh. and it cost £100 See, that's fine but like it, very um, just lots of things that you don't expect
2: the Lego uh, two grand
3: <sighs> surgery <laughs> two, two grand talking, to get the yeah. Lego out yeah right so, so that, they, they will have tried vo- the vomit didn't yeah, work. it wasn't
2: coming up. Oh my god,
3: that is yeah, that is yeah.
2: Uh, that was the noise that the dog, the dry heaving dog. Oh yeah, you, the cough. The, that oh, was me. Oh, I wasn't. I, I was being sick at the horrible uh, dog. The thought of paying two grand to get the vomit. Lego out, but yeah. Well, um, uh, uh, my
3: boyfriend bought Piper a bone because he was like, dog bone. Dogs like bones, and Piper was allergic to the bone and had to go to hospital for three nights, and it cost yeah two, two and a half grand. <laughs> and then the the vet was like well don't give her a bone and it was like I'm sorry She's everything dog, about girl. growing up and everything society tells me Is that, they love bones they love bones and she
2: fucking loved the bone but then the bone did not love her
3: yeah
0: oh,
2: nearly died Listen, <sighs> there's obviously so much more we can say. Maybe we'll just join we'll round three. You know, round three it, for the have you patrons. A dog? Have you had long? Uh, Did she come this time last year? She came. No, she came. Well, she was.
3: It was her first birthday last week. She was. Yeah. Uh, we got her at eight weeks. So yeah, um, May. So it's um,
2: pretty much yeah. Pretty and much honestly, years. it's been. I hope it, it fills you with some confidence that you go into it with your eyes open, your eyes and your wallets open. Oh yes. Um, but also that like yeah, believe in yourself and that you get you know you get through it. And I I have noticed a real change in you just look a bit more tired more tired more poor. Like more poor no 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 I mean you're like really like you're just like this is how ha- I'm doing this now As a Dog. yeah that's very nice to know yeah, yeah a do so feel like, I'm like bringing that. this dog and it's happening and it's fine and the dog's there yeah you know, you're not apologising for anything you're very in control and you're like oh, I have a well behaved dog and, and also you're like trusting yourself of being like yeah I can do it yeah, that is true. It does help you trust yourself. Um, thank you ever so much for joining us. I hope if you are thinking about getting a dog, or you've just got a puppy and you're thinking, oh shit, tweet us a picture. Firstly, tweet us a picture, and secondly, I hope this gives you some some confidence and some hope that like you're doing you're doing great, mm. and you just hang in there. And you know, a lot of the early puppy stuff passes, and don't nobody panic. Mm. Um, and uh, or if there are people in your life thinking about getting dogs, send them this. Or if you're simply never, ever going to get a dog, nice to hang out for a bit, wasn't it? Thanks for staying for the amount of time you did. It's nice it's to go all the way heavy. to the end. Um, and yeah, um, if you have any suggestions or things you'd like to hear more about, um, more specific dog work or others, <laughs> we do all kinds here, um, do get in touch at Nobody Panic Podcast. Oh, um, at so Nobody close. Panic Pod is the Twitter. Yes, nobody panic Podcast at gmail.com is the email. I'm at Tessa Coates. She's at Stevie Amber the S. Hold on to your hats. It's a five. What? And uh, that's all the places. We love to hear your suggestions. Please do write to us. And join us next time. Yay! That was great. (laughs) There you go. Bye.
0: Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi,
2: I'm Lucy Beaumont.
3: And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell.
2: If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains.
3: We have a podcast and... Oh, uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging, but it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this.
2: Is it on all the platforms?
3: Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect brands.